This is where the magic happens. <gasps> At least temporarily, if not happening somewhere else very soon. Yeah, it, it's for sure happening right now because um, I told her, this is a, a fucking shitty day in my world. There's a dead squirrel in the road. We don't know if it's Penny. I don't think it's Penny. My gut is like, it's not Penny, but- um, Well, I'd, I'd listen to your gut on that then. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean you seem to have I, a connection with her. Yeah, we are fucking shook right now. And then, you know, I just got inflamed and angry about a thing we talked about before this. And I know what it is. And I think I've talked about this before. Um, for magic to work, it has to go into your subconscious. And I just did very big magic. And I was like, fuck, it's not going to work fast enough because it's not going to get into my subconscious. And I'm going to obsess over this thing I want. But now I'm mad about something. My squirrel oh, wait, so might be missing. We, oh, okay. So like, I think the, the key here is like, like, let's say I'm looking at Toyota 4Runners on the internet every day. Mm -hmm. Let's just Probably. say hypothetically that's, that's happening. <laughs> um, I love suburban Ryan. It's I a have fun to, Ryan. I have to stop. We're going to go mudding. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to stop looking at Toyota 4Runners. Uh, and forget about forerunners. I can't. That's that's how I bought that land in Los Angeles. It, that's Angela Lovell, by the way, a psychic witch, and I'm Ryan Singer, a stand-up comedian, paranormal yes. investigator, stand-up comedian back doing, I'll be actually performing in Cincinnati, Ohio next weekend, the 9th and 10th of October at uh, Go Bananas Comedy Club, um, which is- Are they going to put plexiglass around you? It's the parking lot. So, oh, that's amazing. The parking lot of Go Bananas Comedy Club. So I'll be there in Cincinnati. Um, yeah, on the ninth and 10th, if you're listening to this, uh, that comes out, it'll be the following weekend. Like the blues brothers thing, but instead of the chicken wire, they could put plexiglass around you. Yeah, no doubt. And I could, or the roadhouse thing where they put up the true link fence around the band, uh, the, oh, uh, yeah. Bring the that blind guitar back. player who, who I think it was slide guitar. And, uh, he referenced, uh, about how, and the reason I love that movie. I've mentioned it before. I'm sure is where the, uh, musician says, uh, this, this reminds me of a gig in Dayton. Uh, referencing my hometown about how shitty the crowd and like rough the gig was. And I was just always like, yeah, Dayton's a shithole. And I live here. I love it. Um, so, but we're talking about the reason I referenced, are we talking about this? The, um, we can talk a little bit about it because no, I mean, but, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to act like I have infected my, people with house fever. Oh, maybe I should. Okay. Let's be cool because this comes out tomorrow. So let's mm -hmm. be cool next week. I will talk more about it, but. Well, we don't I'll, have to talk about like the details of it. No, but, but. Of what you were te telling me about. We don't have to talk about that, but. Um, I'm but so it's, excited. It's in the realm of, it's it. in the realm of like, you but know. But knowing about hate listeners, I don't need them shitting on my magic. You guys also hate listening. I tell you, I put curses on you. I did. I full on activated a curse. If you listen to this with ill intent, you're fucked. And it Wait, might what not we, I don't know. Right away. How did we're talk? I thought we were talking about a house. Yeah, we are. But I'm saying I can't really talk about it because we have hate listeners who don't want success. I think we need to stop mentioning the hate listeners and then manifest them away. I know. I don't want to give them power, but I am reminding them that hate listening to this. But they're is not listening anymore. I've manifested they them. Turned off. They turned it off. Turned it off. Um, <laughs> and that's just such a weird concept to me. Um, anyway, so. No. I knew someone who used to listen to, what's her name, Dr. Laura, right? Remember that? Laura um, Schlesinger? 
Yeah. And how do I know? Why do I why do I just have that in my brain? That's weird, Ryan. Ready to go. It is kind of a an unforgettable name. Um, but she would listen to we would go, we were workout partners, we'd go to the gym together. And this woman is brilliant. Uh, my friend, she's a journalist and very educated. And she hate listened to it. She said, it just makes me really mad. And I like it. And I was like, I hate it. Can we listen to music when I'm in your car? <laughs> that just, that, that, that baffles me. I know. Um, but I mean, I guess that's um, a different type of personality that mm-hmm. wants that kind of uh, sensation, I suppose. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. just like, I'm not, I'm not into that at all. Um, no. I only like to listen to things that bring me joy. Um, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm a water sign. Maybe, um, but Scorpio's a water sign and they love to hurt. Oh, okay. My Venus and Scorpio, I love to look at exes stuff after breakups and be like, mm, oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> so you loved those, like, uh, those, what was it, the Nike commercials from years ago or like no pain, no gain? No, those are wasted on me. But I will say, <clears throat> looking at my ex's stuff, uh, sort of like periodically throughout the years, is what got them in throughout the years you just said my subconscious and i didn't do actual witchcraft but them being in my subconscious which is my work with lilith she's trying to get my hooks out of this oh did you see that a Mm -hmm. black cat cat just crossed my eyes when i went and did that stuff that we're going to talk about next week black cats galore those deer i sent you that video right yeah yeah i saw a deer yesterday that was so wild um you hear this shit Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, subconscious is where magic works. And apparently my cat is having babies. You hear that? So, yeah, I do. I do. Faintly, I can Maybe faintly hear cats. what you're talking about. So <laughs> when it comes to the idea of manifestation, there's a big difference between a manifestation and an obsession. Yes. Obsession won't work. Obsession with hard work will work. But for witchcraft, you've got to get it into your subconscious. You got to do the magic, go bury the shit or whatever, and then forget about it. And then it starts to work. But by forget about it, it doesn't mean you stop doing the work to get it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a distinction I'd like to make here. Speaking of work, my psychic development course is getting rave reviews. I'm super proud. I worked my ass off. It's going really well. If you, if you buy it, you join um, a very secret, a very elite and exclusive group where we talk about this stuff. And um, sun, this first Sunday, uh, this Sunday, I'm doing um, the first live Q&A with the people who bought it. Like all the, I guess, members of this exclusive psychic club. A very VIP exclusive it. experience yeah. club. Once a month. But this is the, first, well, for, for a while at least I'm going to do this. But this is the first one. I'm already, I've already started working on the advanced one and empowering the empath. Because I'm tired of people acting like empath is a bad thing to be. I mean, who are these people acting like that's a bad thing to be? Everybody. Well, I mean, there was a couple years ago, the, I remember being at a comedy show and uh, a comedian friend of mine made a joke saying that everyone thinks they're an empath now. And it's was like, it an, Fritz? it's annoying. No, it wasn't James. Because okay. <laughs> um, James, I think, understands deeply, deeply how empathic he is. Uh, yeah. yes! He, he uh, you know, he wouldn't be how he is if he wasn't just a full on empath. I mean, yeah. the fact that he's so angry and about everything is because he feels it all. Yeah. Yeah, um, I love him. 
Yeah, uh, he's, even he's a so, deep empath. I love Nadia. I think I'm going to have Nadia as my first get co-host on Witchy Poo, Dear Witchy Poo, that podcast I'm starting. Um, just because she's one of my best friends and she's intuitive and woo. And I feel like that's like exactly who I should talk to. But that's James's girlfriend for anybody listening is one of my best friends, Nadia. And then James is one of your best friends. Yeah. And she also is, uh, she, she throws them, she throws them runes. Yeah. She throws them runes. You should um, have her on me and paranormal use. We've she been trying, we've been talking about it for the longest time to Ugh, do that. I love her so um, much. Because runes are fascinating. I have a set of moonstone runes Ooh. Um, that are beautiful. I, I, I haven't really used them just because, you know, reading runes is, it's a whole nother, mm-hmm. it's a whole nother art form one might say. Um, and it is fascinating because, I mean, it, the thing I like about runes is that it goes back, it, it kind of speaks to, you know, a lot of my heritage too. Uh, like, if I'm not mistaken, I could be the, the Celtic origins of runes. Yeah. And since I'm like 50% Irish and, you know, a large percent Scottish. So it's, you know, there is a lot of a part of me that feels connected to runes in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just like having them. Yeah. Even if yeah. I, I'm not even quite sure how to I like, them. I like runes. I have, um, I have little crystal runes. I just don't, I don't need tools anymore. And I like to play with tools, but then I just kind of stopped all of it. But yeah, um, I mean, it's, uh, it's probably, it's fun to have, right? Yeah. I really like a pendulum. Um, Melissa St. Hilaire and I will be hosting zoom seances soon. Did I tell you about this? Uh, zoom. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, super excited about that. Um, if you're interested in doing that, get on my mailing list at my website, angelalevel.com. We're going to do them, I think, for all of October. Um, but yeah, we're going to try to conjure the dead via Zoom. I think we're, we can do it. it. Like, it sounds so ominous and then futuristic all of a sudden. It's like, yeah. we're going to try to conjure the dead via Zoom. Uh, <laughs> we are going to summon the dead the undead through the <laughs> cloud-based application uh, through your shiny your new background. Yeah. <laughs> there is something really fun about seances and I know a lot of people, I mean, I've been in the heartland, right? I've been in Ohio. I'm currently in, I'm currently in the state of Kentucky as we record this for the next few days. And it's, oh, yeah. um, the Commonwealth, I guess it's not a state. I think it's the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And there is, you know, the, there's, it's turning fall, like the leaves are falling, turning yellow and orange. And I saw a completely orange leafed tree. Ooh. I think it was two days ago, like in the middle of green trees. So nice. like the contrast, the way it stuck out. It was almost like a pumpkin, right? It was like mm-hmm. a giant pumpkin in the middle of these trees. And it was really cool. And then it, it, that's when I first, it was like almost like the, um, what do they say? Uh, bellwether. What is that? Bellwether? It's like the, the signal of something that's coming. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's the alert, like the, the bell goes off being like, okay, this time has now begun. Because it was just a few days after the equinox, right? That I saw this. So it's like now fall is here. Like the, the, the season of, of the mm-hmm. witch and magic. Yes. Um, so it starts to like, you know, 
it, I don't know. It's just a cool, I, the older I get, the, the more I start best, to appreciate that yeah, season. Yeah, it's the best time of the year. And like, I'm a Christmas baby. I'm not thrilled about that. So I even had my birthday on Christmas and I'm like, fuck Christmas, go Halloween. Um, you know, I went to Georgia this weekend. I'm going to say it in that tone of voice. Um, and the leaves weren't really turning yet. But God, what the fuck were we doing in Georgia? For starters, mom and I haven't left the house in months to go. You anywhere. were so excited about it. And now you're like, <laughs> like, what the I fuck? I know it sucks. And, and of course, I can't say this to my brother, but I also didn't know his friend picked this trip. I thought this was a special place. And we went to Blue Ridge, Georgia, which is the fucking armpit. Mountains are pretty, but like after you've been to Washington, you go to the Georgia mountains and their ferns and their little streams and everything. You're just like, yeah, this is nice. It's really pretty, but like Washington ferns and trees. Now that's where it's at. I just was underwhelmed and it rained the whole time. And somebody wasn't great at washing her hands. Not me. Somebody else we're with, not my mom. I don't want to talk shit about this. But I was like, this is not worth COVID. This is not worth getting COVID. And, um, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand when people got so blasé. Even my brother was kind of like, oh, it's fine. We're not going to get it. Uh, you know, they, they're going to have a vaccine soon. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? We went to this restaurant where these immigrant Polish women, elderly, had women for Trump signs in the window, vote Trump, all this stuff. And I was like, you're fucking immigrants and this has become my new thing now whenever i find out somebody is a trumper which i don't really know anybody but like you know my mom's neighbors i think i wonder which race they hate the most are they scared of mexicans are they scared of black people who are they scared of that they're voting for trump it boggles my mind and i wondered that with these polish women like are they who are they scared of because there is absolutely no reason for a woman to vote for trump unless she's self-loathing and to cope with her own shit she has to say boys will be boys. Oh, that's how he is. That's how he, you know, that that's just, that's a, that's locker room talk. I'm so fucking done with it. I think you're, I think you're right. And it's, it's confusing and confounding, but it always comes back to this for me. I think people underestimate the power of the one issue voter on abortion. That's all yeah. it is. And you're talking Polish. Right. So I know for, I, I you know, I'm, make, you I'm making a, a, I'm making an assumption here, but they're Christian. Mm -hmm. um, and the, when people consider that issue as like the murder of the innocent. Yeah. That for lack of a better term, trumps everything in their oh, mind. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You're probably right. Um, that is the, so whenever I see women for Trump signs, which I saw a couple in Ohio, um, I know in my How mind that it? those like, people are hardcore, uh, pro-life. They're mm -hmm. hardcore pro-life. How um, bad is it that they have to say women for Trump? Like, oh my God, that's shocking. You know, like, it's like women are voting for it. Like it's, it's such a novelty that they've made signs for it. Instead of yeah, like, can it. you, but it's almost like, can you believe this shit? That's what the, the sign yep. should say underneath. Yes. Like, Women yes. for Trump, can you believe this shit? Like, exactly. that is funny that, like, those signs even exist. Like, it should just say, someone should make that sign. Women for Trump, can you believe this shit? Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed the, uh, the the meme going around about cowards for cowards for Trump or whatever. And it was like Ted Cruz. Oh, yes. I'm voting it. for the guy. 
Uh, yeah, you who, had it in your stories and I put it yeah, in mine. And like, it's just like, just the absence of self-respect and, and yeah. dignity. Now, I'm not saying that just because someone said something mean to you once that you should never um, move on and forgive that person or whatever, right? Like that's, because no one would have one friend in no, the world. You don't have cancer. If everyone hated someone who said something mean to them yep. one time, none of us would have any friends. It's true. I always say I don't feel like I am close with someone until we have a falling out, like until we have a fight or an argument or I hurt their feelings or they hurt my feelings or I have to say, sorry, I was pushing you away. I thought you were a big weirdo and now I love you. Like, you know, anything like that happens and I level up in my friendship with them. That is interesting. That's a, that's an interesting, that well, that's like a, like, it's like a relationship dynamic that I think, you know, different people have the different styles of, or whatever that they're just kind of programmed with. Yeah. And finding intimacy or developing intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's and true. it's, it is a weird journey to try to discover like, okay, how have I been, how have I been developing intimacy with people? Mm-hmm. Oh, or have I been like blocking it all? Uh, you know, boundaries are so important. This is something I mean, man, I, I leveled up as a psychic big time making that course. I, they were, they've been rewarding me. This is also like, I can't make garbage. I'm not going to put garbage out there, but ever since I started making it, they've been rewarding me. I know that it's effective and everything, but, um, one thing I've really gotten lately, a big download is how important boundaries are for people because you can't really keep yourself in tune if you're letting the wrong people eat you. And especially any kind of light workers, woo intuitives, like we attract the shit, you know? And then we're like narcissist food. So, and granted, it's not always a narcissist. Sometimes it's just like a very needy naysaying friend. And I have someone I love, a really good friend, And when I, you know, when COVID hit and I couldn't spend time with her and every time I left her, I felt drained, like a vampire had just literally drained me and I would go away and all my energy would come back as soon as I'd leave. And I know this person, I, I also know I'm doing her no favors by not telling her this about herself. So I'm going to have a fucking tough talk with her when I go back to LA and say like, I love you. Here's something that I want your attention on to work on, you know, because she's not doing it on purpose. But there is, it's, have, have you watched What We Do in the Shadows yet? I, have, I still haven't seen the series. Oh, Ryan, it's so good. I'm watching it a second time. Um, or I started and then I started reading books again. So whatever books. Um, but there is an episode with the, the energy vampire. And he meets, uh, I cannot remember this actress's name. She's amazing. She's on SNL or was, I don't even know what SNL is anymore, but she plays also an emotional vampire. Evie is her name. So funny, so good. And that reminds me of my friend. It's always like a big bummer, everything. And she did have a tragic life, but man, she wants to carry it around. And it's just a constant drain. But this is someone I know I have to put up boundaries with because I can't be eaten alive. I have to work. I have more readings than ever. I've, I'm so busy right now, which is also why I'm like, why the fuck did I go to Georgia? It was my brother's birthday and I love him. Well, th- yeah, that's a very good reason to go to Georgia. 
<laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Oh, that's right. The very good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do this? Oh, that's right. The very compelling thing that uh, made me want to go do it. Um, I wish I'd gotten a sign of it. There was a Jesus 2020 yard sign. God, Jesus 2020? If I were a piece of shit, I would have stolen it. It was so great. That's a good sign. I uh, There's been signs I've seen in Dayton that are like, uh, what is it? Like Wu-Tang 2020. Uh, <laughs> what are the Wu-Tang? And it says something else like um, Wu-Tang is forever. I think it says, um, but good signs. Uh, the uh, I'm I'm curious if someone thinks that they may be eating people, because mm-hmm. um, I would argue that it's very likely that all of us have at times been in phases or had periods or just even maybe just a spot here and a spot there where we've done that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to to absolutely. other people. And so I'm curious on what we can do to, first of all, recognize we're consuming someone's energy. Yeah. And secondly, uh, things to do to stop it and maybe As, have more sustainable yeah. meal exchanges. Yeah, yeah. And this is also like, astrologically speaking, a really good place to put your interest because water signs you guys can be eaten up by almost everybody, honestly, but you're so good to each other. Water signs are so good together for that reason. Fire, no, we'll fucking murder each other, but fire and air make more fire and air. And there just has to be a balance where like, if somebody's, if, 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 if they're taking all my energy because they're down and I'm up, but they need me to help later when I'm down, they need to, they need to give me energy. And that is ideal. That's like the best partnerships because we all flux, you know, we all fluctuate. Um, but this person never gave me energy. Love her. She's brilliant. She's hilarious. Never, ever. And like good to me, kind to me. But my God, there is something she's got to check in on. I don't know what it, it's like. I'm like, is this some kind of ancestral curse? Cause she does believe she has an ancestral curse, but I, and maybe it is, who knows, but I can't do it anymore. I can text. Well, I think we've all had relationships too, or we all have like people in our lives that we can think about and we can say, Oh, when I'm around that person, I just get so jazzed up. Yes. Um, And like, Oh, be like, Oh man, I just love, it's always so fun. I think these maybe are, I'm I'm trying to think of other words that are used instead of energy. Um, Jazzed up is great. When people are like, so people, like if people who are listening can think like, oh, this is, this is the same thing, but I've just always been calling it something else. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, And like when you get the right, I think that's why like certain groups of friends, when they get together, like back before we could no longer hang out with people (laughs) on Thursday nights, me and a group of friends who are all comics and, and or writers or whatever, we would get together at a friend of ours house. They, he had a, like a backyard and a mini basketball hoop for his daughters. And we would play like horse on a mini hoop. That's like three and a half feet tall. And it was just every Thursday we would do that. We'd have food, maybe have some drinks uh, or whatever, and then just play bas- mini basketball on horse. And That's it was incredible. like, you always would get so, like, it's such a good combination of like, you know, it was like, you know, plug and play almost too. Like who, yeah. you have a show, you can't make it, somebody else can make it a night. So you never know who all is going to be there. So there, yes. you know, it's like a large group, but it's always, it's such a good group mm-hmm. um, that it's, 
you could be extremely tired and still, I would be like, oh, I'm so tired. I want to nap, but I got to go over there. Um, Cause I know, yeah. that as, you know, it within five minutes, I'll be, I'll be jazzed up. Yep. I have, and I mean, this is something I miss so much, but I have such great, like Suna and Nadia are two of the best women I've met in years. And they both, oh my God, so much tenderness, so much nurturing, so much care in our little group texts, like love, 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 support, support, support. It's wild. The other night we did have a really fun impromptu call where we all got kind of drunk and shit talked. I'll have to tell you this when we're not recording. Um, but it was so great. And um, yeah, every it, it's like, it's the extrovert thing because I need to do both. I need to go be alone to recharge, but I also desperately need good people to recharge me. My cousin Katie, two blocks away. Yesterday I drove, my, my aunt is in town, her mom. We drove to the beach with the baby and I didn't have a lot of time because I'm so busy right now. And I had readings soon and everything. So we went to the beach. It was like, it was like an hour and we put the baby's toes in the ocean and she's squealing and it was like amazing. And I was tired when they picked me up and they dropped me off and I was like, let's go. I'm going to give readings. I'm going to clean the house. Like I was so recharged. Also, this baby is fucking dynamite, but yeah, it's, it's the extrovert introvert thing. Introvert. Yes. Right. It's, extrovert, it's, yeah. Introvert is the other. Yeah, one, yeah. it's it's how you it, you can tell which one you are by how you charge, and I'm an extrovert, but I do need to charge both ways. Yeah, I wonder if there's like we were like we were saying, like how do we know when we're taking too much from somebody instead of oh just getting charged up from them? Yeah, yeah, it's hard to know, and I think it's a conversation that's worth having. Um, I have to tell you about the ghost last night. I can't believe I didn't leave. There's a lot. There's a lot. Well, let's stop. Me. Let's stop here uh, for a second. And uh, ghost stories. It's a fresh you just one. totally forgot about a ghost. I know. I'm a fucking idiot. Well, um, you know, world drama. She's fine. She's coming to the window any minute now. Okay. So let's take a quick break um, for a sippy sip. And then uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. Um, hope you're refreshed. And to the patrons watching the video, you can, you just see Andrew and I like freeze our face for like two seconds and then start talking again. Um, actually, maybe I will take a sippy sip on my diet root beer. Have a sippy sip. Oh, you got a diet root beer. So you saw a ghost. But let's finish this extrovert. Oh, intro, let's finish this eating people conversation it, right? and then we'll get to the ghost. How okay. about that? I think it's something very important that people should talk about. You know, um, I had a friend, um, who I'm no longer friends with. She's one of the people I lost in my breakup and um, good riddance, but she is a lesbian and she's one of those women who people, let's just say, let's not put a gender on it. I know it's like a big stereotype that that joke, what does a lesbian bring to the second day to U-Haul? And she would always make that joke about herself. I don't actually see that in lesbians. I saw that with her. She can't, she went from a relationship to a relationship and met both of them online and it's like, come on, people can't, if you fit that easily with other people that quickly, like you're just not sharing everything. You know what I mean? Also, you just gotta like detox from a human before you jump in with another human. Anyway, I did think this was really smart. They went to a marriage counselor before they moved in together, which they moved in together after two weeks, but they first went to, or a couple's counselor, and the couples counselor addressed lots of things. Like, what is your idea of spirituality? How do you see money? Like all these big things. And they did go through a checklist, 
But it also reminds me of one of those reality shows where people get married right away. You know, like just fucking be happy for a minute. Why you got to live together? God. (laughs) It's just the excitement of it all. I guess. People get wrapped up in it, get caught up in it. I mean, I've always moved too quickly. So I'm. And I'm torn between whether. I'm always torn between, you know what? I'm going to live my life. You know what? And I'm not going to worry about society's definitions of what is sane and what is normal Mm -hmm. and what is acceptable um, because it's all been shaped by the structure of like Christianity and all this other shit, right? Boundaries too, Ryan. Boundaries. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. And so I'm torn between that and then the other side of like, okay, well, maybe there's maturity in slowing it down, having boundaries. Um, and I do think that I've never been the person who moves from relationship to relationship. No, you know, I'm the person who moves from being single to being single. I also do. Yeah. I enjoy the hurt afterwards to really reflect and reestablish what changes for me in my next relationship. I learn from it. I learn from hurt. I, you know, I got that Venus and Scorpio. Yum, yum, yum. I eat that hurt up, but, um, I got to tell you about this ghost. So I had a fun, drunk Zoom with some friends. And keep in mind that I did some very severe magic just last night at dusk at a very specific location I'll talk about next week. And came home all kind of wired on it and definitely connected with a very specific deceased person and um, asked for their help. And I, I was like, this is gonna work. And I get home, get drunk, have a good time. I'm sitting in the little glass room that I did book club in with the bubble glass and stuff. And there's a garage door there. It's glass, or the, the door into the garage has a big window in it. So you can see into the garage. I see the light is on in the garage. And I jump up because it, it, I, now I had been drinking, so I'm not, t- totally clear on this. We watched the cameras back. I jump up and I see the garage door. I think it was closing. Oh yeah. It was closing at this moment. And I freak out. I'm like, I gotta go. It was 3am or no 2am, maybe around 2am. It was very late. And we don't have a clicker in the car. There's no way to open that garage door. If you're not hitting the button that was like just a few feet away from where I was sitting. So I jump up I start trying to call my brother because he's a night owl and he is uh, cr- Pisces moon, crazy paranoid about home invasion and all these things, which I appreciate, which is why we have bulletproof windows, like all these crazy fucking things that Adam does, which amazing, but yeah, kind of, kind of like out there. So I start trying to call him. I've never heard my phone say this, but it's like, you're, we're sorry, your call cannot be completed this time. It, it, but it was different. It wasn't that normal message. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm texting him. I'm pulling up his phone. I go wake up my mom and say, call Adam. She also has all the Alexa turn on all the outdoor lights come on. And she's freaking out because she's um, always in fight or flight. And um, she tries to call him. Her message that it says to her is slightly different, but saying the same thing. No calls can go out at this time. Are you the same cell carrier? No, she's Verizon and I'm AT&T. 
And we're like, and I'm drunk, you guys, on something very delicious that Prairie invented based on what I had in my cupboard. And, and I'm like, I need my adrenaline pumping because if somebody's fucking around the house, but it was so funny because then um, Adam got up, he was asleep, which was rare for him to be asleep by, I think it was maybe around 1.30. He gets up, he sees that we've been blowing up his phone. Interestingly enough, I did manage to get through to my cousin Katie and she kind of just talked me through it. And mom goes back and looks on the cameras and Katie even tried to call Adam but then it, it did go through. It was so strange. It was like our phones didn't work. I think Katie called me. So anyway, this was last know. night? Just last night. So mom and I go back and look at the, the footage. Orbs, lights, and a figure, a man figure, which is who I invoked, standing all around the garage. And you know how ghosts love to fuck with technology. I... I'm like, oh, thank God, it's just ghosts. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not some creep burglar. It's just ghosts. And I was like, duh, I forgot. I just went and invoked the dead tonight, and now they're showing up. And and I was like, this is great news. And my mom, of course, and then my brother does call, and I'm trying to explain to him. He fucking loves ghost hunting. Oh my God. Also, he wants to rent, um, in New York. What? Maybe I'm not supposed to talk about this. My. I just got a weird download. Okay. I'll talk about this to you later, but he, we're going to go ghost hunting with him somewhere very special. Um, so I try to tell him, I'm like, uh, I saw it's just ghosts. Fine. And he goes, Angie, I don't want to hear about fucking ghosts right now. What is going on? Look at the cameras. And I'm like, we did. It's just ghosts. And of course he's just being like super protective, crazed. I'm coming over there with guns, but everything was fine. But they looked at the footage and what's weird is I swear the light came on in front of me. They said on the thing, the garage door was open for exactly five minutes and the light was on, but who knows? So it opened and closed while you were sitting in that room? Mm-hmm. Just randomly? And maybe I, what? And just randomly. Yeah, just randomly. Uh, she, it was funny too, because mom didn't know how to save the footage. So I'm passing out literally. I'm, because I just got so hyped up and freaked out and I'm drunk. And now it's three something in the morning and my brother's on the phone with me and he's just rambling. I'm like, I'm falling asleep. I have to go. She comes in, is showing me more videos she found. I have to look back. I'll post this to our Patreon. Um, oh, I'm going to post the other pictures too. I can tell our patrons the magic I did. I'll post all this in Patreon, you guys. Um, so, I go and I look at her video. I sit up and I'm fucking half awake. And she's like, video this video. Get your phone and make a video of this video because I don't know how to save it. And I'm pretty sure I got the video with the actual ghost standing. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember. I hope that's what she had me video. But yeah, lights. It was the stuff moving around was crazy. It was so cool. But now I feel like. I just feel really powerful. I'm really good about it. I had to stop thinking about it. I had to be distracted by rage and squirrel and something else. Didn't something else just distract me? I don't know. But I have to stay distracted. It's got to go in my subconscious because it's got to work fast. Well, I mean, aren't there other ways than, I mean, there's got to be other ways to get things into our subconscious than being distracted by other things, right? Um, maybe just focusing on other things? Um, yeah, I don't have that kind of brain, but it reminds me of when I was a little girl. My grandfather, um, Pap, he, when I would get hiccups, he would say things to me like, 
I tried to call you on Tuesday around two o'clock, but nobody answered the phone. Where were you? And I'd sit and I'd try to remember where we were, what we were doing. And then he'd be like, well, what about the, he'd, he'd distract me from my hiccups. And a few minutes later, he'd say, your hiccups are gone. He'd oh, always- that's very interesting. I've never heard yeah. of that technique. Yeah, it totally works. He was an Aquarius. I love him. He that's really cool. That's really yeah. cool. Right? I have to remember that. Because it's, it's like, I've always felt bad for those people who are like being interrogated in police stations. Like, where were you uh, last year on March 19th at 11 p.m.? It's like, Ugh. who the hell remembers? Yeah. Let me look at the my hell, who, Let me look at my like, text. Two weeks ago, I, yeah, you asked me what I, or yesterday, what was I doing at a specific time? It's yep. very unlikely that I'll, you know, Relatable. remember. Yes. Um, I wanted to tell you something else. Oh, I had my best Lilith dream. It was like she saved the best... It was the best worst ex for last. And it was Wait, so let crazy. me hear that again. The best worst ex for last. Yeah. My top worst ex, like from, from my last lifetime, my husband from my last lifetime, who cheated on me again in this lifetime. And I could have stayed, but I regretted doing that in my last lifetime. It was my big challenge. I had to level up by leaving. And God, he just fucking, what a, just like such a Gemini, couldn't make up his mind had crazy um, manifestation pain in his body that wasn't real. I saw him have a panic attack one time over something that was so pathetic. Well, okay, I guess this would be scary for other people. We'd rented a boat and we were in a harbor and you had to get out at a certain time because the tide goes out and then it's scarier to drive. And I got on the radio because the boat wouldn't start and there was a sailboat nearby and they had a stronger radio and were able to call the boat people. He... And I'm like, I'm like, it's fine. They'll just, they'll, we'll just follow them. They'll know where we can't take the boat. Cause when the water goes out, you'll get stuck on a sand dune. He laid down in the boat and hyperventilated. And he's like, if we're stuck out here overnight, oh, we have to eat our crackers and it's going to get so cold. And I was like, we're not going to be stuck out here. It was unbelievable. He was such a fucking coward. Wait, wait, but, wait a second. I, I feel like I got to stand up for people who suffer from panic attacks here. He didn't like, suffer from panic attacks. But no, no. When I say that, I mean like when you suffer from having a panic attack. Like I it's not it. like you can just because that's a I, thing. It's like a physical I, thing too that's triggered by an emotional thing. I think. But I like, understand. You can't control like having a panic attack. Really, I am a I am a woman of action, Ryan. I am not a lie down in and it, especially if you're not a huge fan of being. I mean, there, that seems to me like it's a form of claustrophobia. You're being stuck on, in the, you're surrounded by something that you cannot escape from because it's just, just surrounded by water. And so you're stuck yeah, there. It was going to be fine. I mean, we had a radio and it was still very light out and we had hours till the sun was out. We were totally fine. And what oh, we so needed it was like was, still daytime. It was still daytime. Absolutely. Not even like dusk. Dusk was not even close. And the sailboat people were like, yeah, sure. Hang on a second. What's the name of it? And they radioed and got patched through and told them and then told us. And they said, they'll be there in like a half hour. And we just waited. And then it was super embarrassing because he had just had a meltdown and everything was pretty fucking okay. Anyway, that was what I lived with. And he gave himself restless leg syndrome. He had restless leg syndrome. He always thought he was going to die from a disease or something. I've, I've dated a lot of dudes who feel this way. And I'm like, how do you fucking live your life always thinking that there's cancer or AIDS or something killing you? And then you go to your hypochondriac. Oh my God. It's just, you know what? It's, it's all my Jewish exes. Maybe this is an upbringing thing. Not to put Jews in a box, 
you know, as a 16th Jewish person. Anyway, um, so uh, he, I, I'm, I am in this, it was really weird because it felt like it was for sure astral plane and it felt like a very efficient office for processing something. And I walk in and I know everybody and I'm like, I'm a boss here, but I don't even work in this office. I just come in and I do shit and I'm important is really how I felt. And I walked in with stuff like I had to like report for something. And he is sitting at this desk like a temp and he sees me and he jumps up and he's like, oh, good, you're finally here. And it was so sad. And wasn't that he was apologizing. He was kind of making excuses and telling me what his weaknesses are. And I was just like, yeah, I know all that. It's okay. But it was so strange. Went on for hours and I had stuff to do. Like, I don't think that this was the thing I planned to be doing on the astral plane. It was legitimately the astral plane. Legitimately, I was multitasking, like doing all these things. And I could not shake him. I could not shake him. Like he just needed to explain himself. And it was sort of like, can we be friends now? And obviously we can't, but um, it was so strange. And I woke up and every time she puts me through this with one of them, I wake up, I remember so clearly what I fucking hated about being with them. And at the same time, I can still feel kind of warm about them. Like, oh, it's more like sympathy, you know? And I really feel like, because I don't know what this is, but I do feel like she's saying, you've been with people who were at this level. And maybe I was at that level then too, but being with them again in this space, I am so, I've leveled up so much on all these guys and not totally sure, not totally sure what this is, but I think it's because I can't be with another one of these guys. I have, well, I can only be with the dudes who have leveled up. I'm not totally, I really don't know. I also looked at my Lilith placement. Have you ever looked this up in your chart? No, I, I don't. I think I've had a reading where it's been told to me, but I don't remember. It's very interesting. It's where, um, it's, it's sort of like the stuff you suppress about what you want sexually. And mine is an Aries, which means, um, I don't take charge sexually and I resent people who do. And it's funny because I have such crazy sex with Aries men. I'm always drawn to Aries men only for that. Honestly, I'm not great at relationships with them. Honestly, neither of us are great at the relationships together, but it was very interesting because I thought like, no, that's not me. I take charge in, in sex. I and then I thought, no, I usually don't. I usually give that power to the man to help him feel more masculine and help make, help make him feel he has something over me because all these fucking men I've been with are beneath me. It doesn't mean they're pieces of shit i mean i do prefer to call them that after a breakup is this some weird like is this some kind of weird like trying to find balance thing that maybe yeah. happens and where we're me. just trying to kind of like so it, it doesn't necessarily have to have like a connotation of like no and it's dumb shit where i'm like oh they'll feel more like a man if i'm more like a passive woman and i have not been in touch with that but i do give them the power in the bedroom and i'm fucking done there too 
done with it, Ryan. Thanks, Lilith. This well, I think moon, I think most Lilith people are going to dance naked. If if I had to guess, I would guess that a lot of people would um, I don't know enjoy variety in that area yeah. of their life. So, yeah. and some people love. Some people have, you know, I mean, we're all familiar with all the different types of fetishes and all kinds of things like that that are out there. But so it seems like, you know, switching and and moving through different frames of mind in that space is is something that uh, and some people are more comfortable doing certain, you know, frame of minds than others. Um, So that exploration could be uh, something that I don't know is indicated by, you know, maybe you're better or just you can you can slide into one of them easier because of this placement right on the chart yeah possibly i need though i need to be dominant and this is the thing but too, i guess I like I'm you saying. said it could be an like like you're saying just now like maybe that's an also an indication of something that you've been uh ignoring or need to change in your life and you can see that by the placement in your chart yeah. and you can say okay this is something i need to fix Yes. Uh, yes. Cause this, I'm not doing it just because I, it's, uh, I like it, um, so much. I'm, I'm no. doing it because of these other reasons that I, I don't want to be doing anymore. Yeah. And I do like a man who is dominant in the bedroom, but like, I don't know. I, so many times I would just play along and let them think that they were dominating me and not feel dominated and not really be satisfied with that situation. So it's really something, I mean, I'm going deep on a lot of stuff lately, but it's something that everybody should consider looking up in their chart. It's very interesting because for a long time, I have looked it up before and I have never given that placement a lot of weight because I said to myself, well, this isn't me. So this is probably not a true aspect of astrology. And then recently after sitting for hours like on the astral plane with every motherfucker who ever got inside my heart, which is a lot of motherfuckers going through every one of them like this. It felt like, it felt like Lilith set up all these weird friend dates or something. It was so strange, but now really seeing it and actually feeling it again, which I think is the most important thing that's happened. Cause you can remember, you know, memory is there, but to sit across from them the way I have, over the last two months to like actually be like face to face with them and remember how I felt to feel the stuff. It's been so intense, but she's, she's fucking amazing. I mean, that does sound intense. I mean, I just, I'm like, you can, you can visualize it where it's just like this waiting room and everybody's sitting in a chair reading a different magazine. Yeah. Like at the doctor's yeah. office. It and then felt, like, Ryan, like, yeah. it felt like he had been waiting for me for weeks. The way he ran up to me, the way he was like, you're finally here. And I'm sure I would have made him wait. If I got to choose who was going to wait, it would be him. <laughs> Actually, uh, Angela will see you in just a minute. So uh, she's with, a, <laughs> she's with another you. ex-lover right now. So <laughs> you're just going to have to wait. Uh, but she'll be right in. Angela will see you in two moon cycles. Please in wait. two moon cycles. So uh, <laughs> please, you know, make yourself comfortable. Uh, you know, uh, that's interesting. That, that, that could be, you know, a fun, well, not fun necessarily, but like 
um, for the visually minded uh, who, you know, want to use like, I don't know, these visualizations to go through yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, and work things. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's also very interchangeable. Um, the pieces, you could interchange the location or the, you know, how it's being set up yeah. uh, for whatever works best for you. Well, that's pretty cool stuff. I think um, the, uh, oh, no, that's tonight. Uh, okay, so by by this time tomorrow, um, the first debate and all that kind of stuff will have happened. I was trying to think what what was really happening when this comes out, um, but uh, yeah, because I think we're retrograde. Oh, is it started? It ends on election day. Oh yeah, it ends on a, what is <laughs> right. This is going to be a patron only thing, but oh my god, what? You don't even want to know what just happened. Super gross. I just, like, wait. It's gross. Yes. I saw something happen just now. I pulled a piece of popcorn out of my ponytail. Wow, Ryan. <laughs> wow. That's where I'm at right now. I just pulled a piece of popcorn out of my ponytail. That's how I've been living. That's Yeah. That's some living. <laughs> I miss going to the movies and that night taking off my bra and popcorn going everywhere. And my oh, my God. I just... I watched uh, Seven Psychopaths last night, uh, which is, uh, it's a great movie. Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson, uh, Christopher Walken. Uh, and, and, you know, it's like an ensemble cast, but it's, it's a pretty interesting, Colin Farrell. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it came out in Oh, I saw an orb when you said Colin Farrell. Isn't he somebody you wanted to be friends with? Am I wrong? Oh, I'd, be fr I'd totally be friends with Colin Farrell. I could see us um, just palling around. For yeah, sure. sure, but uh, let's uh, or what? Starbucks. Him at the Starbucks giving the money to the homeless guy. The homeless guy in the parking lot was always telling us it's the Starbucks. <sighs> Is it Fountain? Fountain. Uh, anyway, it's near the big church that has the beautiful AIDS ribbon on it. Uh, Hollywood. Anyway, I don't remember where this is. Um, but the guy in the parking lot, this homeless guy, was always saying he was friends with Colin Farrell. And then Tamara and I were in Starbucks and this was before Tamara had her eye surgery and she was legally blind. She could not see things. She, she always had to, had to look really close at her phone and stuff. Um, and she's like, that's Colin Farrell, which is so great because even a legally blind woman could tell it was Colin Farrell. That's funny. And he was hot. He was hot. And I, I was mean, like, he is a movie star. I mean, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think we, I think we just like discount because we're just used to them all being beautiful, but he was all scruffy. And then he went out the parking lot and gave all his cash to the homeless guy. And they talked for a few minutes and I was like, oh God, buddies? I don't want to fuck Colin Farrell. No idea. Never knew I wanted to fuck him till that moment. Hey, those eyebrows have a life of their own, but I ain't mad at it. <laughs> really him. do. He's very hairy. <laughs> He's getting right. whacked. His arms, his back, he had hair coming out of everywhere. Still. <laughs> What like, you know who? Uh, little Sasquatch never hurt anybody. Um, Ryan, we have to remind people if we get two hundred patrons, and we have gotten a few extra now. It's been amazing. Two hundred patrons, we are going to have a Halloween party, and they get to choose our Island of Doctor Moreau Halloween costumes. Okay, so yeah, let's get to two hundred patrons, and then boom, we can. Uh, they get to pick the costumes and that'll be a zoom party um for everybody to jump in on so yeah that'll be fun and um did you want to read a review before we wrap yeah, this up I'd love to. um i also want to thank our new patrons um karishma 
I hope I'm saying your name right. It's a really pretty name. I like your last name too. I won't read that. And Dalton. Um, Roadhouse reference already happened earlier. Uh, so I appreciate Dalton. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. And I need to read a review. huh? Um, also, you guys, please consider buying my psychic development course. It is the cost. It's the price of a psychic reading, but you will be able to read yourself and you won't have to pay for psychic readings anymore. I'm putting myself out of a job. Basically. Yeah. And also thank you to the patrons who uh, jumped in and volunteered for beta testing for the crystallize app oh, yeah. um that finishes up um i think today or tomorrow uh by the time you're listening to this and um that feedback so far that we've gotten has been uh wonderful and invaluable and we're definitely going to be incorporating a lot of it into the um the mvp which is the minimum viable product which is the begin which is the actual app that's being built uh right now we're just they're testing out a proof of concept version, which is not the actual app. But so we're very excited about that. So thank you. And there'll be more opportunities to get early bird specials and early access to the app uh, through um, Patreon and through listening to the podcast that I'll keep you updated on. Yes, yes. Also, you guys write us five star reviews and send us a screenshot because you can win a free psychic reading with me. And who knows, you know, I might not do psychic readings anymore soon getting real busy. I'd rather just be teaching on a bigger scale, but I don't know. It also, if you become, um, if you, if you get the psychic development course and you start working it, you can get psychic coaching with me. And I'm not doing this for people who aren't taking the course. Cause there's really no point if you don't start with the basics. Okay. But here's a review. I love, I'm pretty sure I know who wrote this. It's by Dylan Louise. This is where the magic happens is my favorite podcast, exclamation point. I started listening a little over a year ago and haven't missed an episode since. This podcast is informative, funny, and entertaining. I enjoy listening on my way to work. It's a perfect way to set a positive vibe for the workday. Angela and Ryan are awesome, exclamation point. They're both very open and authentic while equally entertaining and fun after oh sorry after listening for a while you'll feel like you've been friends for a lifetime and who knows you might have been in a different lifetime laughing cat emoji if you're someone who's open-minded and searching for a fulfilling spiritual path this podcast is a great place to start exclamation point it opened my eyes to a world i had no idea i needed and my life has honestly improved greatly since this is also a great podcast for anyone at any level they might be on their spiritual journey I only wish I could give more than five stars. That was so sweet. That was we very sweet. I love it when they say that we're their favorite because there are a lot of podcasts. Yes. And there are, there are, <laughs> there are quite literally guys. millions of podcasts. So this, thank you for yeah. finding us and uh, for the kind review. We appreciate that. Yeah. The opposite of hate listening. Um, so you, you, you keep bringing it back. I'm so sorry. We got to release this. Oh, I can't wait for my squirrel to show up in that window. Release later. it into the water. Yes. Release it into the water. water. Um, so yeah, thank you. So patreon.com backslash uh, where the mag this is or where the magic happens, mm -hmm. I believe. Um, uh, also on Instagram, Facebook, oh, all those yeah. good things. So thank you so show much. Notes. It's in the show notes. If you guys, $2 a month and you can come to our Halloween party. It'll be super fun. And we're going to do a watch party soon. Well, we got to pick a scary movie. Nothing too scary. Right. You know what movie I just watched the other day? Oh, we already what? talked about this. Uh, Mandy and also... Uh, Love it. Uh, Color Out of Space. 
Somebody um, told me a really nice thing that Scarlett said about me behind my back. And I was like, oh my God, isn't it amazing when you find out nice things people say behind your back? Oh, I love that. I right? love that. Um, yeah. yeah and now you never I'm like, know oh, unless someone tells you. I got to be her best friend now. Got love in my heart for that woman. Okay. Um, well. Yeah. We got we to gotta pick a movie. We'll watch a movie. Become a patron. Watch movies with us. Yeah. Um, and so thank so you very much. Right. And if you're in the Cincinnati area uh, and you want to see yeah. live stand-up comedy, if you want to see what a comedian looks like who hasn't performed in <laughs> nearly seven months, mm-hmm. uh, I'm very excited to uh, get back on stage. So yeah, um, that'll be the October 9th and 10th at Go Bananas Comedy. You can go, go to gobananascomedy.com. You can check that out. But uh, okay, cool. And so in the meantime, just do us a favor and don't forget. This shit is real.